Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. There's a new era in Twins baseball, and this is the show that keeps you in tune with the team's fresh approach. It's Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins, featuring insight on the new direction, interviews with your favorite players, and more. Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins is presented by Discover St. Louis Park. Stay, shop, eat, and play comfortably close to Target Field. Find it all at discoverstlouispark.com. Now, here's Chris Atterbury. Well, good evening and welcome to another edition of, well, it's uh, Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins. And it's kind of weird because we always talk about it as a hot stove show, but you can uh, douse the stove uh, flames because we actually have baseball now as of today. First workouts today in Fort Myers. It's balmy here in the Twin Cities and around Twins territory as well. And we've got a great show for you. Kyle Gibson's going to join us here in a matter of seconds. We're also going to hear from uh, Julie Vavrushka about the promotions calendar for the upcoming year. And uh, Nick Gordon, a uh, young shortstop, will be joining us as well. We start, though, with Kyle Gibson, who is just finishing up his first official workout of 2017. And Kyle, first and foremost, thanks for joining us. And before we get to baseball, uh, the birth of a new season is one thing. The birth of a new family member <laughs> is a much more important thing. A lot of folks missed you at Twins Fest, but you had some uh, some other things going on, namely the birth of uh, of your son. The whole family's doing well. Tell us uh, what's going on in your house. Yeah, everybody's doing good. Our house is growing, so that's always good. Blessed to have a little boy, Mills, and uh, yeah, it was uh, tough in this Twins Fest, but just the timing of it all. He was born December 29th, and uh, my wife had a C-section, so she wasn't even able to lift our almost three-year-old daughter so uh with that timing being as it was i just kind of had to make uh, a tough decision but an easy decision if you know what i mean i just had to stay around the house and and uh try to be as helpful as possible because once spring training and season hits uh you know half the time i'm not at the house so anytime i can be around and help i try to do that now how's hayden in the uh the sibling department is she excited about having a little brother she is so pumped about being a big sister it has gone just about as good as we uh can imagine i was i was helping my wife cook the other night and i was chopping peppers and she would walk away as she was watching me. She'd be like, Daddy, I'm going to go give Mills a kiss, and I'll be right back. And uh, <laughs> she did that probably every two minutes. So she's uh, she's had a lot of fun with it. So you got two kids under four. You got a dog. You got baseball season starting. Other than that, you guys really are kind of probably bored. <laughs> it's been pretty quiet, uh, yeah, other than that. 
<laughs> Let's talk about about the start of things because uh, the report date was yesterday, and I know that's a day that on the baseball calendar gets kind of romanticized a lot. You know, people count down to pitchers and catchers reporting. What is that first day actually like, though? Because I would think day one in this day and age when you're working out at the complex yourself already and guys come in in shape, day one is, is a lot of logistic stuff. Is it a, a lot of catching up with, with new faces, old faces? What is day one actually like? Yeah, I mean, day one, uh, report date is really, you know, just make sure you're in town. And, and like you said, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, blown up a little bit. But the first day of workouts is really where it kind of gets going. You know, that's where you start getting in, like you said, the logistics and you start talking about on defenses. You start talking about pickoff plays. You start talking about all this. And, you know, uh, I don't know how many new guys we have in the locker room, but, you know, whether it's a, a guy from a different organization or a guy from, you know, coming up from double A AA and triple A, getting his first big league camp. You know, everybody's got to be on the same page when you get on that diamond. And for us, it's, you know, learning this kind of stuff and, and getting a head start because then we'll go over it again, uh, you know, in five or six days when all the position plays are here. So, um, but it, it is a, definitely a lot of logistics. And, uh, but it's also seeing some faces that you haven't seen in a while. And uh, more than likely, you've been talking with them through the offseason, but uh, it's always good to, to see them and get a handshake in and, and uh, you know, get those relationships and, and uh, teammate friendships going back again. Kyle Gibson is our guest following the first workout officially of 2017. Deep Cuts brought to you by Discover St. Louis Park. And, Kyle, you mentioned some new faces. You'll have a couple new battery mates. Chris Jimenez has been a very well-respected veteran for a long time. Same holds true of Jason Castro. Guys, we've seen in other dugouts, you've got some new members of the uh, pitching staff as well, guys like Ryan Vogelsong, uh, Nick Tepish, a guy you played with uh, in college. I think people are under the assumption that all baseball players know each other. Because you play against each other and it's kind of a small world. But whether it's guys from other teams or guys coming up from the minor leagues, is that true or is that assumption false? Is it is it, hi, my name is, at a certain point in a clubhouse early in spring? Uh, that's how it goes a lot, honestly. You know, I've had it probably maybe five or ten times today, you know, like whether it's guys that are in, you know, my PFP group or, or whatever. But I think sometimes it seems like we all know each other um, because it's really a- easy to relate to each other. So when Vogelsong comes in, you know, he's in my group for spring training for the PFP stuff. So, you know, as soon as you introduce yourself in any type of conversation, you end up having something in common because of just going through this lifestyle for as long as you have. And, and you end up with a lot of common threads, whether it's teammates or uh, you know, roads traveling and stuff like that. So uh, I think that's why sometimes, you know, having a cohesive locker room is somewhat easy uh, when it comes to, to the background information because uh, everybody has so much in common in, in those regards. Well, what about the actual workouts on day one? Uh, how strenuous, uh, obviously, in, in particular with pitchers, you, you have to be very careful and uh, judicious in what you're doing in terms of uh, opening up the, uh, the gates and letting it fly. But uh, what, what types of things do you guys do here in the first couple of days physically? You know what's the most unique thing about spring training is just the cooling down and warming up. And it's nothing against the twins or anybody. There's really nothing you can do about it um, because, you know, I think in our PFP group we had, you know, 15 guys maybe. We don't have enough coaches to have 10 different groups and only have six guys in a group. So you can't avoid going through and covering first base and standing around for three or four minutes and then covering first base again and standing around for another three or four minutes while everybody else goes so uh and then as you rotate stations you know like we threw bullpen second today so i played catch i go and do part of my pfp for 15 20 minutes and then i play catch again to get ready for a bullpen so those are just things that uh, are very unique to spring training uh and you really i mean you could prepare yourself for for it in in the off season but nobody really does you know to to include that and then you know, this sounds probably a little bit, uh, you know, surface, but 
standing around. You know, it's, it's different as you are, you know, it's part of the cooling down process and your body has to kind of get used to it. After a week or so, you get used to, you know, starting and stopping, starting and stopping. But uh, it's just a little different, you know, strain on you um, because in the off season you're, you're going, you know, you work out for two or three hours and then you go home. You don't really uh, work out for five minutes, stop work out for five minutes stop so it's, it's a little different you gotta get ready to stand around you'll be standing around for the next seven <laughs> months in the dugout uh, you'll be standing around in the outfield shagging oh, all of man. all of those things hey derek falvey thad levine obviously new guys at the head of uh, baseball ops uh, bright guys engaging guys uh, involved guys you've had a chance i would think finally to, to kind of see those guys in in person you're a very inquisitive guy you you embrace discussion and the new ideas and you like to parse through them and talk about them uh, has that been something you've had a chance to do with those guys? Is that something that, that you're looking forward to seeing what they bring to the table? I mean, it's definitely something I've done uh, this offseason a lot when you talk about going through new ideas. And, you know, I've had the the shoulder issue last year and then, you know, some lower back stuff the last couple of years. And, you know, that's one of the first things I did when I started throwing was, you know, trying to find a little different way of doing things. So I've got a little different throwing program and, you know, trying to modify mechanics a little bit to take some stress off my lower back and take some stress off my shoulder, which is something that, you know, uh, Falvey knows a lot about. The first time I met him, I was doing some of my throwing stuff, and he's like, "Oh, you got this stuff from Randy Sullivan in Plant City." I was like, "Yeah, how'd you know?" And uh, <laughs> but it's something that you know he's he's very in tune to. And uh, another thing that we're doing this year that I think is is really awesome is Falvey and Levine and and uh, Molly are bringing everybody in his office one morning, and you're going to take 15 minutes and just kind of discuss where uh, and how they see you kind of attacking the season. So. Uh, it's going to be a, a good opportunity for them to not only meet everybody, but, you know, get an idea of their personality and, uh, you know, let them give you some information on what they see you doing this year and, and how you're going to go about it and, and maybe give you some ideas on how to get better. So whenever you have discussions like that, everybody can get better, and that's the ultimate goal. That's good stuff, Kyle. I hope they let you sit down so you don't have to do more standing around while you're in the <laughs> office. So. I know that sounds bad, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's just different, man. I know <laughs> Maybe all the fans know because they stand and watch our games, but uh, it's a little different for us, I guess. So that probably sounds bad, but that's, uh, that's spring training for you. Well, you won't be standing around holding a baby. You'll be doing that when you when you get home after the workout, so you have to that's be ready exactly for it. That's exactly right. Kyle Gibson is our guest. We're going to hear more from Kyle a little bit later when he takes three cuts with us. He had an all-star edition of three cuts last year when he named his all-time Kentucky Wildcats starting five. We're not going to revisit <laughs> that one and Jamal Mashburn, but we will cover some other topics right now. We'll take a break. We'll come back and introduce you to Nick Gordon when we return. It's Deep Cuts on your home for Twins Baseball. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Welcome back to Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins. First day of full workouts down at uh, Fort Myers. Uh, balmy temperatures across the upper Midwest. Everybody in the mood for baseball. We are Facebook living right now. If you're tuning in that way, we appreciate it. We also appreciate it if you're streaming online or, of course, all across our fine network of affiliates across the upper Midwest. And uh, Deep Cuts is brought to you by Discover St. Louis Park. Well, I had a chance to discover more about former first-round pick and prospect Nick Gordon over the course of Twins Fest. Here's my conversation with the Twins rising star of a shortstop. Nick, you've become a very popular guy uh, this year at Twins Fest because you have had a remarkable last year. Uh, not only the Arizona Fall League, but the full season that you had. How do you feel about what's transpired in the last year, and how excited are you to keep it going? Uh, very excited. You know, I know I work hard, and in the off season, I get after it a lot. You know, so that during the season, things like that can happen. You know, it's all about for me getting stronger, staying healthy, things of that sort. You know, and last year I was able to do that. 
prepare myself for the season and the offseason. So I feel like I've had a strong offseason as well this year, so I'm looking forward to it. What was Arizona like for you? What was that experience? Now, you're a guy who grew up in the game, so I don't think you're ever going to be wowed by any environment or anything. I think that's a great advantage for you. But in terms of just being able to go out and compete with the best uh, every single day, what was that like for you? It was fun. It was it was one of the best times I've had in a while. You know, playing around a lot of guys who are older you know, and a lot of guys who really know the game and starting to learn the game a lot. You know, it's, it's definitely fun to sit and to watch uh, and to be able to uh, take things away from guys' games, you know some of the best minor league players in the game, you know, and definitely are ready for the big leagues. So to be able to be able to play with them and be on the same field with them, it was definitely a, a blessing for me, and I had a, I had a blast. What's funny about the Fall League to me is the social ties as well, because guys who play in the Fall League, you'll hear them say a decade later, oh, we played together in the Fall League. There seems to be a bond among guys who play out there. What makes that such a unique experience? Is it because it's such a short amount of time and you're really compact in there? To be honest, as soon as we got there, it was just like all of us were – like like we knew each other for a while, you know. There was never we never left anybody out. You know, everybody picked everybody up and, and things like that. You think we were playing together forever, you know? And just a lot of the guys out there, they're all, you know, we're all there for the same thing, the same reasons. You know, we all want to play in the big leagues, be all stars in the big leagues, you know, and things like that. So we we're over there to work, you know. And our coaching staff was great. You know, they did a great job of loosening us up and, and having fun with us as well. So I mean, it was just it was it was so much fun. To where you know everybody just jumped well. So you know, because of your bloodlines, people think, "Oh, he's T's brother. He must be crazy fast. That must be all he does is just run like the wind." And we know you're not throwing curveballs like your old man from shortstop, but you're a very different player. Uh, and each of you in the family are a very different player. And sometimes I think people who haven't seen you play maybe don't understand that. How would you scout yourself? Uh, yeah, I definitely say I'm a, a different player than my dad and my brother. You know, but uh, I feel I can run well. You know, maybe not as well as my brother, but I definitely can run well and. Now I may have a little more pop than my brother does. So, you know, just different game, different aspects of our game, you know, help us out in each way. You know, my brother definitely, he, he's a blazer. He, he's a guy who can run with the best of them. You know, but I feel like I'm definitely a guy who can hit with the best of them. So I feel like, you know, I hit balls to all kind of all parts of the field. You know, that, that's definitely a, a strength of mine. And, you know, just being in the right place defensively, my instincts and things of that sort, you know, being able to throw a guy out in the hole or wherever I need to go, you know, I definitely feel that's a big part of my game. So. When you talk to people who scout you and who've evaluated you, it's uh, your ability to put the barrel on any type of pitch in any type of count. Have you always had that swing? Are you a guy who always tinkers with your swing, or are you a guy who stays pretty steady in terms of stance and swing plane? You know, I'm always willing to try new things, you know, because definitely I feel like there's something to learn every day. So uh, I definitely I know what I can go back to. If things aren't working, I know where I, what made me good and what, where I started at. So I always go back to that and, and and be able to build off of that. So, you know, definitely my dad taught me that a lot. You know, he's always taught me, you know, when things feel comfortable, try something else. You know, and uh, sometimes you got to get out of, outside of your comfort zone and, and things of that sort. So it's, it's definitely helped me a lot. And I'm, I'm more of a guy who, you know, I keep the same swing, but my hands may be a different place at one time, and my hand may be up, they may be down. I might do a leg kick, no leg kick. It just kind of depends on the pitcher and the place and, and things like that. So. Well, your dad's a smart guy because I want to build off of what you just said. Get out of your, if you feel good, get out of your comfort zone. Now, that's completely the antithesis of what most people do. Most of the time, any field of life, you feel good, you keep doing it. But I would think when you talk about the adjustment from being a high school kid or a college kid to the minor leagues, to the major leagues, the ability to force yourself out of a comfort zone is going to help these transitions at every single level because it's not going to be new because this game 
whether you want to or not, will force you out of your comfort zone. Definitely, because you're definitely going to get in those times where you feel like you can't hit a baseball. Other times you feel like you can't throw a baseball, you know, and that's where that helps. You know, and being able to know what you can go to and different things that you can try and, and things that you can make an adjustment to get yourself out of times like that. So I, I definitely feel stopping it before it happens is a big thing. You know, minor league systems are funny because groups of players end up playing together, either for a half season and then maybe the next, some move up, some move in. And you almost get these pods of players that work their way up. And we're seeing one now in the major leagues of guys who came all the way up together. Is an event like this good because you kind of start to cross over a little bit with a guy maybe you missed by a year or a guy that's coming up behind you give you a chance to hang out with Byron and uh, with uh, you know Jorge or Max or guys who are just a little bit ahead of you on the ladder? Uh, definitely. You know, and a lot of the guys who are already in the big leagues, you know, a lot of veterans, you get to see them here and to see them interact with fans and, you know, you learn things like that as well. So, uh, yeah, seeing guys like Buck, you know, I've been able to be close with Buck whenever I got drafted. You know, he was in Fort Myers when I was there. So he kind of just was a guy who always came up to me talking, you know, and it made me feel comfortable. So we actually ended up being pretty close, and uh, Buck's a real good friend of mine. So Great stuff from Nick Gordon. Do stick around. Much more still to come on Deep Cuts. We're talking promotional calendar with Julie Vavushka. When we return, we'll also get three cuts from Kyle Gibson. All still ahead on the home from Deep We're listening to Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins on 96.3, the alternative channel in your home in baseball. Welcome back to a very family-friendly edition of Heat Cuts with the Minnesota Twins. Julie Vavrushka, always uh, good to have her in studio. And, and it's family night, probably past Evelyn's bedtime. How old's Evelyn now? Evelyn's going to be four months on the 20th. Four months. So she is uh, in studio here with us in a welcome edition, uh, as I think we're going to get a little Hayden uh, Gibson is probably going to join us uh, on the program today as well. Hey, baseball and family, they go hand in hand. We're here, Julie, of course, to talk about promotions calendar to talk about theme nights now this isn't all superficial until what next week's a big unveiling right correct we're going to unveil the promotions calendar on february 20th so be sure to watch for that all over social media and in some of our news releases yeah and you guys get hammered with people calling when's it coming out when are the bobbleheads what's it you get those calls constantly through the winter don't you the phones are already ringing all right well that's a good thing so that's going to happen on the 20th and then the full theme night list that's going to come out a little bit later. Yep, that's going to come out on March 7th this year. But if you are a local college student, pretty good chance that you got a chance to get another hat with your school's color, right? Yes, we are going to bring back what I call the top five. So we'll do the University of Minnesota. Uh, we will do UND, okay. as well as NDSU, St. Ben, St. John's, and University of St. Thomas. Yeah, Evelyn's excited. She was excited waiting for you to get down to St. Ben's there. See, yeah. she was waiting to get to the alma mater. That's yeah. She was upset. Everyone wants to know. I know bobbleheads are the biggest question you get. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's let's just kind of start there, I guess. Is there uh, is, is there going to be uh, some cool stuff unveiled as far as bobblehead and people who fancy bobbleheads are concerned? So as far as bobbleheads go, uh, for both the promotional giveaways and theme nights, you can look to approximately four to six bobbles this year. And one bobble that we're going to do as a giveaway, which we've never done before, is a TC bear bobblehead. Uh, and that will be given away in early August as part of a TC summer bash. And it's never happened before, but TC's going to have a whole bash this August. He is. We're going to bring in some mascots from around town and then hopefully some mascots from uh, Major League Baseball to celebrate this day and play a uh, mascot softball game. There will be a lot of people who want to get their uh, their paws on a TC bobblehead. And, of course, uh, this summer an 87 reunion, which means pulled hamstrings, <laughs> uh, lots of stories, and lots of activities, too, for fans. Yeah, we'll uh, bring back the 87 guys for a reunion this summer and. Uh, the middle of July. Um, it looks like July 22nd and tl- uh, the 23rd will be 
our uh, celebration of the 87 reunion. Now, one of the things that you guys have brought in the last couple of years, Julia, Julie Vavrusha is with us talking promotions calendar, uh, is the opening day hooded sweatshirt. We went blue, we went red, you see them all over town. This year, a little tweak. Now, you're not doing what I suggested and what Evelyn is modeling, which is footy pajamas on opening day, though I think you should consider it. Uh, but what what have we got in store for folks who are here opening day? Well, since we're shooting for 65 and sunny on April 3rd, <laughs> uh, we're going to do a twins long sleeve hooded tee. We'll be uh, doing a navy uh, T-shirt, and it's a little bit lighter weight. Um, and uh, it's really nice. There's a bunch of teams that are doing it this year, and we just wanted to mix it up and uh, provide something new and fresh. And all uh, signs point to everyone's loving it. All right, that's outstanding. That's coming up on opening. That, of course, will be on April the 3rd. One thing caught my eye, Rocket Raccoon's name showed up on the promotions list. Can you explain about Rocket Raccoon? Rocket Raccoon is from the Gardens of the Galaxy, which is a a Marvel movie coming out. So we are going to be giving away a Rocket Raccoon bobblehead on May 6th, which is also going to be a superhero day at the ballpark. And last I heard, there will be three superhero characters roaming the ballpark really? that day. Yes. Sounds good. Evelyn, you did great. Oh, she's smiling and everything. Fantastic. Julie and Evelyn in here to talk about Twins Promotions. We'll uh, see if we can get uh, more family involvement with Kyle Gibson when we circle back down to Southwest Florida here on Deep Cuts. Coming up right after this on your home for Twins Baseball. Welcome back. Our thanks to Nick Gordon for joining us today. Julie Vavrushka as well with our promotion schedule. You'll be sure to want to check that out online. And, of course, Kyle Gibson. And we'll circle back now with Kyle Gibson one more time as Gibby digs in to take three cuts. Despite, I think you had your 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 hit streak snapped last year, right? Didn't you? You had a nice little season hit streak snapped last year. I did. Year. Yes. I did, yes. I was on a two-year hitting streak, and that got snapped. Yeah, well, we always ready to start a new one, I guess. Uh, <laughs> let's start with uh, a spring training-related topic, Kyle, and it's the World Baseball Classic, which is the reason spring training has a little bit different shape. And many of your teammates, including several pitchers, will be part of that. Hector Santiago, Jose Barrios are going to pitch for Puerto Rico. Uh, just to throw it out there, because the timing is so odd, and every player is at a different stage in their career with their respective club, if Team USA, if the red, white, and blue calls Kyle Gibson, uh, what's your response if they called you and said we want you we want you to play? <laughs> uh, you know what I've had uh, one chance to do it when I was in college to play for the collegiate national team and uh, it was a really really cool feeling and uh, you know as long as I was in a point in my career where I was able to do it and the club that I was playing for uh, the Twins said hey go for it then uh, I think I'd have to say yes. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty unique and remarkable experience. And, and the folks who do it, you never hear somebody say, yeah, I'm really bummed I did it. Uh, moving along, we mentioned Nick Tepish. You guys have played together. Uh, what can you tell Twins fans about Nick Tepish? And do you have any uh, Gibby uh, Tepish stories from uh, Columbia that the statute of limitations has run out on? Uh, let's see. Tep is uh, he's your standard Midwestern guy, man. He's a great guy, treats people the right way. Works really, really hard, and uh, and he can pitch a little bit. So uh, we had a lot of fun for two years there in Missouri. Um, we uh, my junior year, he was a Saturday guy, I was a Friday guy, and uh, it was it was really cool just kind of getting to to talk a little bit of baseball with him. And and I've kept up with him, so I, I saw him when he was with the Rangers and talked to him a little bit there. And and uh, I texted him right away as soon as I found out online. So um, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and think about any Columbia stories. Uh, to see if maybe we can circle back another day if, if one comes to mind. 
Yeah, we went from having like four Kentucky guys to having two Missouri guys, so I think the tide is, uh, uh, is swinging. Actually, we have four Missouri guys in the organization right now, so we, we are the new Kentucky. You're the, you're the new Kentucky. <laughs> Laudner's smiling right now. He's like, that's right. We're, that's right. We're the new Kentucky. Final question for you. You, uh, not being able to be here at Twins Fest as, as uh, you were welcoming Mills to the world, did not have the chance to go through and answer all the silly questions that your teammates had to answer. And Ryan O'Rourke has apparently set the gold standard for answers in this department. But if you had three things you could take with you and you're stranded on a desert island and one of them's not a boat or a helicopter, uh, what three things would you take with you? These are things, not people. Yeah, no, I don't think you, you can't bring you can't bring people. Uh, three things. Yeah. Something to play a little bit of music. Okay. And probably some sort of football or baseball so that you can actually do something. Okay. And then if I'm on an island, I probably need like a fishing pole or something. So fishing pole so that I can actually eat. Ah, very nice. Was that was that Mills making his radio debut, by the way? That was Hayden. That was right Hayden? There. All right. Yep. Well, she's Hayden a radio veteran. radio debut, yeah. yes. She's yes, a radio she veteran. She sits at Twins Fest stage all the time and, and really does most of the interviews for me. She does tear down the house. Well, you've got yeah. a full house. We're going to let you get to it. Kyle, it's great to have the season underway. It's great to have a new member of the Gibson family. We can't wait to see all the Gibsons up here in Minnesota before too long. Thank you. Appreciate that, Atterbury. All right. That's Kyle Gibson. This has been Deep Cuts. Join us again. We'll be a week into spring training next week when we do this one more time all across the network on Facebook Live and, of course, streaming online as well. It's Deep Cuts on your home for Twins Baseball. This has been Deep Cuts with the Minnesota Twins, presented by Discover St. Louis Park. Stay, shop, eat, and play comfortably close to Target Field. Find it all at discoverstlouispark.com. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.